This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to Property Jam, where we talk about everything to do with the human side of property. And this episode, we're going to be talking about joint ventures. Ooh, joint ventures, that's working with people. <laughs> You're very good, Matthew. Well, thank you for defining. Thank you, yeah. Well, might not necessarily be working with them. Some people are too lazy to work. Oh, yes, the hands-off joint venture. Hands-off joint ventures, yes. So everything to do with joint ventures and yeah. why we should do them or should not do them. Yeah, why are we talking about joint ventures though? Like, what I I feel like the reason we're talking about this is is this is a bit of a hot topic at the moment. I think it's a bit of a hot topic all the time. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. As yeah. soon as you start to share risk, then and share reward, then there's a lot that can go right, a lot that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people go into it maybe a little bit too, you know, what's the word? Gung ho. Gung ho. Thoughtlessly. Thoughtlessly. Yeah. Thoughtlessly. Thoughtlessly. Thought. Okay. Without any thought. (laughs) Nal, can you say something sensible, please? (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree with what you're saying. People do tend to jump into it. Um, They hear about joint ventures and the benefits that that can come with it, but don't really consider the downfalls or the pitfalls that can also be with JVs. And we've all seen what can go wrong and go horribly wrong um, in joint venture agreements. But also, things can go fantastically right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, like our JV. Like our JV. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh. Unexpectedly camp moment. I Friends. loved it. Yeah. Synchronized yays. <laughs> <laughs> We've been practicing for That's months. That's the best joint venture ever. And, uh, but also you can even joint venture with, with banks these days. Mm. Yeah, they'll, they'll even do a, a joint venture for you. True. Give you all the money and you give them half the profits. Which is not a bad thing, I guess, because if, if the bank is in invested if you want if you like mm. into your project then you'd like to think it must be a pretty good deal must be a good deal but obviously there are downsides to that as well because yes. who's got the power in that relationship because mm. it's often the people with the money that think they have the power and that's not necessarily the case mm. well if it's the bank quite often they do have the power yeah true but then if you're doing the due diligence and your hands on managing it you have such a massive stake in that project and i think that's probably more appropriate when you're talking about person to person joint yes yeah i think that's where we're probably going to focus in today's episode Mm. yeah so the person to person jv as opposed to the institutional jvs nice okay so okay with that in mind then um let's start by thinking like why would someone do a joint venture so why well, the good stuff is you split the profit, right? Yeah. And the effort. Well, some people would consider that a bad thing, though, too. Some people don't want to split the profit. Mm. No, because actually you're giving away you're giving half. Away, well, potentially half, yeah, mm. depending on how well, the GB yeah, set up. Half, yeah, but you're, you're potentially giving a much higher percentage than if you had just borrowed the cash. And that, obviously that's coming from our perspective as a developer. Yeah. If you borrow the cash, if you're someone with the money and you're lending the money, mm-hmm. um, then you're putting a lot of faith in the person that's doing the work unless you're developer and investor so Mm. it's um yeah it can cause a lot of issues in terms of who's who's responsible for what and that's really the trade-off surely is that because you're splitting the risk as well that that that's the trade-off and that's where you probably get a little bit more reassurance if you are going to structure a project that way so i think that's what draws a lot of people to the joint venture thing 
sometimes it's the fact that it's not all on your shoulders so you are you know in terms of the effort you can split the workload yeah but also you can and I guess this is where it might get a bit messier if you have multiple joint venture partnerships you can get speed yes as in uh, ability to do more than one project mm. at a time. Which makes up for the not getting the 100% profit situation. Yes, yeah, so you still end up with the 100% split over two or three deals rather than just over one. True. Yeah. And that okay. might be with the same joint venture partner, but it depends. And I think all of this is worth having a chat about because there are definitely benefits and there is definitely negatives to that as well. Yeah, so coming back to the question, why? What do you think is the reason why somebody goes into a joint venture? Well, from personal experience, um, it was for accountability. Yeah. Um, the reason why we decided to work together was we felt that it was quicker, maybe slightly easier uh, to a certain extent, not always, um, but easier to to move forward quicker when you've got someone else um, by your side. I would agree with that. Yeah. Obviously being the person who's by your side. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> And actually, yeah, just talking each other down when something goes wrong or um, when, you know, our back's against the wall with certain things. You know, mm-hmm. we, we just like can brainstorm ideas and go, right. And, you know, we both come up with ideas, but sometimes you need to be told, oh, that's a silly one or that's actually a really good one. You know, yeah. let's, let's just get it out and let's exactly. get, it, get it sorted. And knowing when to, having someone else there to talk a deal through or through a project. Um, so knowing when to walk away from something, you can talk yourself into it, any deal. Um, but if you've got somebody there to bounce ideas off and to talk it through, then yeah. they can, like you say, talk you down. So that's, that's kind of a joint venture where there's no money involved <coughs> because both of us, you know, we, we are the developer as mm-hmm. a joint venture and then potentially joint venture with others who then provide the capital um, into deals and developments. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your experience with joint ventures? I'm terrified of them. I'm just going to say it. I have never done one and that's, partly because I'm a bit scared because I set myself a rule that I would only ever joint venture with somebody who had financially transacted with me in the past and of course when you have angel finance you create relationships with people but then to then take that on to the next level from having a you know quite a transactional financial relationship to then entering into a joint venture partnership feels it's like commitment, you know, it's mm. like a big deal. And there's a lot to weigh up because in my head, it's the difference between the kind of connection you'd have with an estate agent, which I would compare to like angel finance. It's kind of in and out, shake it all about. And then, oi, oi. Oi, steady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm jamming. <laughs> what and kind of JVs versus... <laughs> are you in? <laughs> this is maybe why I've not entered into them. <laughs> She's <But> scared. Then... <laughs> it's the commitment. <sighs> no, but then, you know, your joint venture sh- relationship is more like your letting agent because you have to nurture it build it manage it and it's like a financial marriage you are in it for what five ten fifteen plus years maybe in life maybe yeah. life yeah and you there's got to be a level of trust so actually I've been quite independent with my financial transactions on the property side and that's been a deliberate choice up until recently where I'm definitely more open to it but there's mm. there's fear I think that's quite right to be fearful no, I agree with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Because you, you need to keep your options open. You need to go into it with a, an open mind um, because everybody, well, all parties of the JV agreement um, need to know what the other people are about. It's not, you just don't meet someone and just randomly sign a JV agreement. No. 
No, because you need to know who you're dealing with. Yeah. So you've got the same visions, same <coughs> values. Values is big, right? Yeah. Um, and the same goals. Because if you're doing if you're doing a, a, a new build property or a conversion, you're selling flats off and there's a definite end point, you know, that is a type of JV that is quite easy to, to structure um, and quite easy to see. Or the, well, there is a, an end to this. Whereas if you know, we do long-term, you know, PRS schemes, um, we're looking at HMOs, co-living, flats to rent. You know, those types of joint ventures are, you know, 20 years, 30 years time. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you, it's a very different way of looking at it. So the joint venture partners, um, we have very few of them because um, we are very cautious. You know, we get offers all the time, but we are very cautious about who we work with. Well, that's the thing. You get offers. Yeah. And it's really awkward because you're having those conversations with people and you're thinking... I have to be really open here and just say, I don't know you. I might know you personally, but I don't know you professionally. And I think it goes back to what you said, Matt, about having the same values, having the same goals, having the same intentions. And that takes a while, doesn't it, to iron out with yeah, people? Yeah, it does. It does. You, you, need to, you need to know someone really well. Like we knew each other for well over a year before we even considered working together. And then we started off small and as it worked that well, that wasn't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> and now I was regretting it. Now. <laughs> Can't get rid of him now. <laughs> but uh, like we, st- as we started off quite small on a simple project, it was easy for either one of us to get out of. Um, then we just built a relationship on that. Can I still get out of this? There's always a get out clause. Excellent. What death? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just have to pay me lots of money. <laughs> that was in your JV agreement, right? <laughs> of course. Yes, yes. Well, well that's a, a good point. Um, having a joint venture agreement, mm. Mm. Um, it's a must, 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 must. Sorry, did you get that? That's a must. What was it? It's a must. Okay, so I didn't get it the tenth <laughs> Wasn't time. Clear. So I've seen people who've gone into joint venture agreements um, with close friends or even with family. And things go wrong in the relationship, um, either through the the deal going pear shaped or through mm. through completely separate reasons, and um, not having a joint venture agreement in place is thinking, oh, it'll be fine because they're my best mate, or because it's it's my um, you know my, my cousin or whatever. Yeah. Um, I still have that JV agreement in place because if something else happens, you need a a recourse to either force something to happen because you know worst case is that you might be in a situation where you can't do anything about it yeah. Yeah. where um, you need both parties to agree something and you know, if one party's not engaging or not agreeing then you're in limbo land exactly and you could be in limbo land for a very very long time and in yeah. fact if you are going to do joint venture partnerships with friends and family in particular all the more reason to have the paperwork in place because you need something to cut through the personal um, you need the backup and it's so tempting not to have it. I mean, I think this is why we wanted to talk about this topic so much because something that I've noticed a lot recently is people just jumping into financial bed together before they really know each other and thinking mm-hmm. that this is the way, you know, they've got the time, I've got the money or vice versa, therefore this has to work. And there's so much more that you need to consider before you make that decision, wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. And when you're looking at a joint venture agreement, you're literally starting with a blank piece of paper and everybody's wants, needs, desires, goals for that agreement needs to be taken into account before you start. Yeah, that heads of terms document is really, really important. Mm -hmm. Um, because it can be written in plain English, 
it can um, state things. You know, if one person's got an idea of, you know, they want this option in five years' time, you, you just write this all down, heads of terms. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you can get a solicitor to draw that up for you. And I suggest exactly. that you probably do for your first one. And yeah. everyone's roles and responsibilities as well within the agreement so that nobody can be accused then of not pulling their weight or not doing what they're supposed to be doing. If it's not written down, if it's not in the agreement, then... Uh, yeah, I, I, de- definitely I agree, because that's also something if someone's not pulling their weight, mm-hmm. you can go back to the agreement and say, well, you're not pulling your weight in this, therefore I'm going to, um, you know, I would like you to either back out or pull, pull your weight up, you know, yeah. pull your finger out. Yeah. So I think that's quite important to have that in place. Yeah. But Personally, I, w- I, would, I would rather not do a deal than get into a JV agreement with someone that I wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. A bit like a prenup. This yeah. is the prenup. This mm-hmm. is absolutely the prenup. And like, just like you'd be planning a wedding, you're planning, you know, you're thinking about what that contract means and how severe that is. You're entering into the equivalent of a lifetime commitment. The same should be said of a joint venture partnership. Do people think about that when they're getting married? Well, it's a contract, Well, I guess dude. some people do because there are prenup, prenuptial agreements do exist. <laughs> you should know that. I know, <laughs> but, I married, but I also oh. got divorced, so I know when, when things do go wrong. Well, there you go. So actually, if you compare that to your personal experience, let's just delve into Matt's personal experience. Why not? But this is what we're talking about, the human side of property, the human side of life. It's the same. You know the commitment you make, but you also know the the pain it, that you go through when you exit that commitment. Yeah, exactly. The, the breakdown of a, of a joint venture partnership is... In essence, it's, it's a divorce. It's a marriage divorce. Yes. And it can be very expensive. Yes. And messy. And messy. And emotional. And emotional. But if it's all written down before you start, then if you've got a clear plan at the beginning, then it should be easier to unravel. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. So on that note then, before you guys got married, financially, <laughs> that is, <laughs> husband yeah. to husband. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like what... Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot now. So words, Joe. Words. What? I'm thinking. So no. Talk a lot whilst you're whilst you're thinking. I do. I I I am quite verbose while I think. You're quite what? Verbose. Oh. Thank you. Wasn't ready for that. Was hey. not ready for that. I don't have my dictionary open. So Niall, what does Matthew bring to your financial marriage? My goodness, that's my mother talking. Wow. Matthew you know, this John. is a question I ask myself every day. <laughs> 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 I'll just sit back, shall I? <laughs> I, think, I think you should. What does he bring? What does he bring? Um, well, Matt is much better with the numbers than I am. Um, he loves a spreadsheet. I couldn't tell you the last time I wanted a spreadsheet. I, I wouldn't say I love a spreadsheet, but I can sit and look at spreadsheets. Yeah, I, well, I, I can, know, sit, I and, I can sit and look at them, but that's all I can do with them is just look at I can, it. I can operate a spreadsheet, yes. Yes. Um, I do like to do, uh, do the numbers. Yeah, so that's that's something I'd not that I don't or that I can't do it. I just it's just not my favorite part of the job. Who said you can do it? Just for reference. okay. Let's not go down to divorce now, guys. <laughs> let's just talk about what we each bring to the marriage. So yeah, what else? What else does he bring? Um, he's personable, so he's uh, he's really good with people. People seem to like him. I don't know why, but I don't know. People why, seem to like him. Yeah, and he does know his stuff really as well. You know, he's got he's got experience. Um, more in the development side than what I have, which is uh, obviously a benefit. Um, so what I don't know, or what, the knowledge that I lack, um, he has, um, which works quite well for, for the business. Um, so that's, that's very beneficial. Okay, so same question to you, Matthew. Why did you marry Niall? Be nice. Well, that is a very good question. 
as you say. Um, so Niall, you said I'm good with people. I would say Niall's probably a little bit better with people than I am because networking is something which is really, really important in our business and in any business really because it's not what you know, it's who you know at the end of the day. So uh, Niall's very good at networking. He absolutely loves it and, and lives for it. Whereas I could take it or leave it. Mm. I will go and I will enjoy myself whilst I'm there. Um, but quite often I don't like to hang around. You know, once I've kind of got out of the event what I want, I, I just want to go. Um, Is that because you get really tired? It's You're... maybe because I get tired and, and I've got a short attention span. That's true. Um, so... Yeah, and, and, and that's me. So Niall is, is a little bit the opposite of that. So he will go and he will spend um, a lot of time with people. Well, yeah, I, I actually enjoy meeting new people and telling them about what we do and just making more people aware of it and also finding out what they do and how perhaps we can help each other. Well, I, I do like to do that as well. And I think that's important that we can both go to a networking event. I'm not going to shy away in the corner. In fact, I'm most of the time at the front of the room mm. talking about it. Um, I think I probably prefer being at the front of the room talking about what we do rather than going around and speaking to individuals about what we do. Oh, yes, and whereas I'm more comfortable in yeah. in the crowd speaking to the people. Yeah, yeah. although we both do both Yes, because we push each other into, um, out of our <laughs> comfort zones, which is really important. So, yeah, Niall's really good at networking. Um, he's good at holding me back. So mm, I like to jump yes. um, and and go for stuff and get you know, overly excited about something that's new. And Niall um, is a bit of a stick in the mud. and uh, <laughs> That's one Ouch. way of putting it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and brings me back to reality sometimes. Um, so um, we've got better at understanding how each other's each other works um how each other responds and then that's it if you're working with someone full-time you know a joint venture doesn't have to be as full-time as what we do but mm. we, we're working together pretty much on a daily basis now mm. um running a you know a large company yeah so we've got to be on top of um each other to make sure that we are being the best pe- person that day that that we are that we should be and i think if you're honest i, I mean i've been in your office and there's been a little bit of tension sometimes which is normal and healthy would you agree yeah no I, I would agree with that and I think that's only normal uh, in, in any relationship be it in business or in personal life Agreed. is that there will be tension because you know it, when you're for in our case we're building a business we've got lots of stuff going on at the same time there's lots of balls to juggle um so you know tension will rise but it's how you deal with that tension um and get out the other side so if if we didn't have the same goals if we didn't have the same outcomes in mind then it would fall down yeah but it's just we have a bit of tension for a little bit and get over it again you just come back to the mission yeah yeah of what we're aiming to do so that's that would be another thing so when someone's thinking about doing a joint venture partnership you know, sit down and brainstorm what you want from it um, and don't do it based on a particular deal. You know, I really suggest go and find somebody that you want to work with, not just find someone because they've got cash or because they've got a deal that you want to be involved in because you think there's a huge profit for you in it. Yeah. Go and find somebody you want to work with and then go out together to find something which is awesome. I've just realised something. That's worrying. It should worry you because I have done a joint venture partnership and it's with you just not in property oh we're married 
Did Are you we? know? Yeah. Hang on yeah. a minute. I'd had what? What? We had a whole network together and entered into a partnership agreement. I blew and signed the thing. That's just occurred to me. So actually, I retract my comment. I have done a joint venture partnership, and that means really you're being a bit duplicitous because that means you're married to Niall and you're married to me. So you're saying basically, Joe, you lied. I'm saying I lied. Wow. But actually, I think the finger pointing should be at Matthew here. He's married to both of us, Niall. I think we should take we should take him to task on this. Who's your favourite? Go on, pick one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I have no words. Uh, okay. But I think that's probably why, again, that the three of us coming together because we do have conversations like this all the time, mm-hmm. just putting a mic to it and being, you know, open and honest about it because not enough people talk about this stuff. No. Cool. Um, but do you see where I'm coming from? Like, why I find this scary? I, I don't. I, I find it weird that people don't find it scary as I do. I think people don't really understand the difference between being an angel investor and being in a joint venture partnership. God, such a big difference. Because people assume that if a joint venture partnership goes wrong and they're the people that's put the money in, that they can, that they're they're secure. But if it's a joint venture, that it's equal uh, share of the loss and of the profit. Exactly. So. You know, it's that comes back to again having the the JV agreement in place so that everybody knows what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And just to clarify, so if you're doing um, joint venture agreements between individuals, then it's called a joint venture agreement. Mm. If you've got a company, it would be in your shareholders' agreement, yeah. um, the same the same kind of thing. Just yeah. um, and actually, uh, if you're in a joint venture as a company, you've actually got quite a bit more power to sack people uh, that aren't performing um, and to get you know. To, yeah, it's, that's a whole another probably a whole another topic. I don't know enough about companies, even though we've got quite a few of them. Yeah, um, yeah. that's why we have the experts <laughs> to help them. us. Yeah, well, you know, collecting properties, collecting companies. That's the way it goes. You know, I'm looking forward to buying businesses that might be on the cars in oh, a couple right. years' time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, you should have told you that wasn't in the JV agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, um, we we always started talking about one. Do you remember the crypto? Yeah, that's that'd true. That'd be a that'd yeah. be a, a sideline. Mm. Yeah, so actually on that note, you might find that your joint venture partnership evolves over time. And so, you know, thinking about those conversations and how that might eventually affect it. um, It's just, for me, I think it's not something that I would not do, but I think I definitely have a lot of trepidation in around entering into it because the commitment is such a big one. And having seen successful joint venture partnerships, uh, present company included, um, but also I think she's talking about us. I think you know that was a compliment, guys. It was yeah. <laughs> but also see them go wrong. Um, you know, you get you get best and worst case studies, and I think I would be very very careful who I entered into. And the reason you guys work so much is because you know each other. You have the same value system. But also... Why we work so much or why we work so well? Actually, so well. I'm going to say so much, actually. That's probably not the correct way to phrase well, we, we, we it. Well, we do work a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you do. And you, don't, you do graph. But what's lovely as well is you... I think there is often the temptation to assume that the only joint venture structure is somebody has time and somebody has money. But there's so much more to it in terms of the skill set that you bring. Because you guys are not bringing the finance you are raising the finance as a joint team but actually what you're bringing is different skill sets and your personalities are so different and that's massively something that you have to factor in as well what that person brings because you are so different and that's why it works right yeah well i think if if we were if we were uh, identical then there would be no benefit in doing the jv because we just might as well work with ourselves i agree (laughs) And this is why it works. (laughs) (laughs) 
Or I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's thrash this one out. <laughs> but I think, I guess the, the main crux of it is that joint venture agreements or joint venture partnerships, rather, can be very, very beneficial, can be very successful, but they can also be very unsuccessful and very um, dangerous, I guess, to get into. So I suppose um, in terms of what we've been talking about and any message, if, if there was to be construed a message in this particular podcast, which sometimes there isn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it can be entirely uninformative and non-educational, exactly. let's face it, and possibly irrelevant. And possibly irrelevant. <laughs> well, it has the possibility it could be completely irrelevant, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> That's the disclaimer. Um, so if it was completely irrelevant or maybe relevant to some... Uh, we're probably saying just be cautious yeah. about who you, um, you know, get into bed with because yeah. it is getting married. and In a financial di- sense, but also in life generally. Yes, I, I, I would agree because you don't know what you're going to end up taking home. <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where is this going? We're, we've gone down that road, haven't we? <laughs> we knew it. Yes. No, I, I, I honestly think that... Joint venture partnerships are a fantastic thing and people benefit so much from them. Uh, I do personally benefit from a joint venture partnership, although I don't really, I don't see it as a JV partnership because this is our business. Mm-hmm. It's so far beyond that point. Exactly, yeah. That it, it is just is. Um, and I, I, I think it's just that really important thing to get hammer home that message of don't work with someone that you don't know and trust implicitly. Yeah, because you don't know how someone's going to react um, when their back's against the wall. Yeah, yeah, and I think you mentioned it earlier as well, Joe. We, if anyone is, con- uh, sorry, if we are considering a joint venture with somebody else, we will work with them for a period of time as an angel investor first, um, and then if we get along okay, and our goals are aligned then we will consider taking it further yeah just test the water just to make sure that um yeah because we've had angel investors in the past this isn't talking about angels but we've had angels that we paid back because um we didn't want to work with them in the future yeah 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 Yeah. and for those of you that don't know what an angel investor is that's basically a private individual that will invest money into your business or a small business or a small business yes yeah Um, or even a large business true yeah yeah no, it's true. And I think, yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely benefits. That's what we're saying. But yeah, just be careful. Don't jump into financial bed with just anybody. Yes, totally agree. So I think it's down to me now to wrap it up. See, that seems to be my job these days. Party pooper. Mr. Boring. <laughs> so I will do that now and um, say that it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. So that'll be goodbye from me too then. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.